All right, guys. Uh, welcome back to another episode of uh, Hundred Books a Year with Kevin. Uh, today let's continue our discussion. Um, let's transition uh the Huberman lecture to sleep. Uh, we're probably gonna spend a few days on this. We'll see how it goes. Um, so with sleep, we typically think of it as a non-conscious endeavor, right? Like we dream, and we might twitch, and we are you know getting some rest. Um, the thing about sleep is that it resets over our ability to think, to function, to you know get the willpower back, to pay attention again, right? So we are just like transitioning between this idea of wakefulness and sleep, right? So the thing that we don't realize typically is we are actually transitioning what we do when we are awake. To sleep, this is something that most of us are not doing, right? Most of us think about sleep. Uh, I was that person too a couple of years ago, right? I just do my thing, you know, watch movies, play poker, read books, do homework, writing stuff, and then I just go ahead, and then I um just boom done, right? I will just go to sleep and then、uh, shut my lights off. But in reality, that's actually a little bit harder to. Pull off, right? So what we do and how we kind of fine tune our body has a huge impact in sleep. Now, we can talk about you know a sleep quality. We can talk about you know like、um, how to judge you know a sleep quality, right? How we feel next day. But let's kind of like just take today's time. Maybe we're gonna do a short podcast. I don't know how fast it's gonna go, but let's talk about.、Uh, Chemically, right, or biohormonally, what is happening with our sleep? So,、um, first of all, we have two forces of sleep, right? So, like the biological driving forces. One is called、uh, adenosine, A D E N C I N E. So,、um, the more adenosine that we make in the body, the more awakeness that we feel. So we can see we can treat a dancing as a form of,、um, what's the term, a waking chemical, right? Let's put it that way, right? So, an example of how a dancing can works is that it kind of like you know like we can use caffeine as an example, right? So,、um, caffeine, right, is something that we. Intake that we drink to make us more alert, right? So in a sense, how that works is that whenever we have caffeine ingested into our system, we have this thing called a, a called adenosine receptor. Okay, so it is something that is I think about it as like an opening, as like a hook, right? We have the caffeine coming in, and it will bind to the adenosine receptor. So what that means is adenosine can get in. So, in a sense that caffeine with the intake of caffeine, it actually block another、uh, chemical that we're that we want to talk about. Block、uh, melatonin, block the binding of the、uh, receptor for that. So in a sense that when caffeine wears out, when the caffeine molecule gets off of that receptor, we have. A really, really, really big, calf. Uh, you know, a coffee crash. That's because of that, right? So, in a sense, that、uh, you know, we can think about okay, 
adenosine, it really relates to think about it as like a sleep hunger, right? And then the second force of our sleep is really the idea of a circadian rhythm, right? We can talk about a biological clock, right? Put it a, a, a easier way to understand it. Um, those are actually being governed by sunlight. And it's actually the most powerful and most impactful governance of sunlight. So here's what we mean, right? So I found this very fascinating, guys. So whenever we wake up, around the time that the sun rises, we have the lowest level of adenosine, okay? Now, our body um, system generates a stress hormone called cortisol, right? So cortisol, we know that is like a, you know, a, what we call a stress hormone, right? And then they were released through the adrenal uh, gland, and then it kind of like, you know, like wake up the whole body with cortisol, right? Blood pressure, heart rate, all that fun stuff. Now, the important thing is, is we need to get the cortisol to release earlier that day, right? The earlier, the better. We need to get a healthy dose of cortisol every morning when we're waking up. So after we've done that, the timer is set for melatonin, right? For those of you that don't know what melatonin is, is something that our body naturally produces after we wake up. So the more melatonin we have, that's the, uh, the sleepier that we will get, right? So once we get a healthy dose of cortisol, we set a timer for the release of melatonin 12 to 14 hours afterwards. And then uh, melatonin, in this case, is being secreted uh, from the penile gland, right? So this is how our body functions kind of circadian rhythm wise, right? You wake up, right? You have a nice shot of cortisol, right? And then once you get that situated and then boom, you're going to trigger the bioclot, the circadian rhythm, right? So you are going to have a good level of melatonin in 12 and 14 hours. And then we feel tired and then we go to bed, right? And then in the meantime, the amount of adenosine is actually really important as well, where it's kind of like a, a sleep hunger, right? So the more adenosine that we produce, the more awake that we feel. So just give you guys a quick podcast today talking about this particular idea of the relationship between different chemicals, right? So we cover adenosine, right? Create a sleep hunger, and we cover a little bit on melatonin, and then we cover the effect of cortisol in the uh, everyday process. Now, I actually thought about this and then uh, Huberman uh, answered my question. Should we take melatonin as a supplement? Right, because right now I think uh, they have like different uh, gummy bears and then you know like the answer from Andrew is no, because it, first of all, it triggers a delay for puberty, but you know, I'm all grown up, like, I don't care about that anymore. Um, but um, usually for adults, it usually have an, uh, have an impact on other hormones. So um, melatonin really can help you fall asleep, but not really help you stay asleep. So a lot of times we will take mel- uh, melatonin and then we will fall asleep really quickly. And then we wake up three or four hours later, cannot fall, uh, fall asleep, right? So this whole uh, entire set of cortisol or melatonin system is really important because once this kind of a 
chemical balance getting unbalanced, then what's going to happen is there's going to be depression, anxiety, and all that fun stuff. So I'm going to put a hard stop on this today. Uh, tomorrow, we're going to talk about what are some of the concrete action that we can take whenever we wake up. All right, guys. Uh, thank you guys for listening and uh, have a good day.